Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and so glad that you have joined us today. We are four days away from Christmas, the big celebrations, of course, coming up all this weekend. I would imagine that if your church holds Saturday services, that there would be a regular worship service on Saturday and then maybe the Christmas Eve service on Sunday. Uh, I'll get into this a little bit more tomorrow's program because that's the Friday before Christmas and all that stuff. But, you know, it's interesting how your thoughts um, evolve over time and how uh, you can look at uh, your situation around you and say, when well, you're younger, I'm adamant, it's this and this, it's black and white, or it's yes or it's right, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, it's um, then you, f- you find yourself, okay, okay, now I'm... I'm I'm getting a little older and maybe I realize that the world has a little grayer than perhaps I thought, not just gray in hair color, but gray in terms of, you know, where the lines are drawn. And so when it comes to things like Christmas celebrations, do we do Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? If Christmas Eve is on a Sunday or Christmas Day is on a Sunday, do you not hold worship services because you know no one's going to come or, you know, and I'm a big believer that whether it be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, that you should hold worship, if it holds on a Sunday, have a worship service that day. Uh, you realize some people are going to come. They're not going to get kicked out of heaven for not going to church and staying home and, and opening presents instead. Totally understand that. But like this year with Christmas Eve, though, I've really had to rethink it a little bit because there are so many churches that would do a daytime, you know, earlier in the day Christmas Eve service. And some churches are saying, do you want to, you know, maybe divvy this up? I'm going to get more into it tomorrow's program. But I think it's important to kind of have that conversation and not just get hung up on the tradition, but rather uh, really have a... Uh, 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 you know, skin in the game, as they say. Uh, I want to share something with you. Speaking of uh, having skin in the game, there's been so much talk about anti-Semitism in the culture right now. And there's, you know, the, the whole idea that Hamas attacked Israel, Israel retaliated, and now you see people who have, are all over the spectrum with regard to how angered they are, how outraged they should or shouldn't be. And one of, the thing that, one of the things that I have found to be of best encouragement and comfort to me is to focus on the, the scripture that says, you, sh- you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. I realize that's you know, a greater biblical principle than just knowing the facts about a certain case or whatever. whatever. But one of the things we do here on the Bottom Line Show is we stress analysis, balance, and clarity. And analysis, balance, and clarity of the issues of the day leads to discernment, edification, and fruitfulness. See, the ABCs and the DEFs, not that, you know, nobody says, let's sing the DEF song. So that's why we did come up with the ABC uh, moniker. But uh, analysis, balance, and clarity leads to discernment, edification, and fruitfulness. And just for a review, if you've not heard of this before, I know a lot of people call the show and say, when you do those ABC segments, it's one of my favorite parts because you're taking an issue that's of great importance to me and kind of breaking it down. So analysis part means you are looking for the facts of the story, first and foremost. See, too many people find one version of a story, post it on social media, and then either feign outrage or, you know, they're cheering wildly. Analysis allows us to say, what are the actual facts of the case and how do I discern between uh, fact and feeling? Secondly, then, what you do is you then put in the balance part. I was reading through the website of a fairly well-known Christian talk show host in the Midwest recently, and they do a lot of news, a lot of coverage. I mean, the guy's been around for 25 years, very well-respected. But then I started looking at, you know, if you go to thebottomlineshow.com and you see that we have articles or things like that posted, um, what we do is we post the, uh, the reference point, like the article I'm about to get into now is from Fox News. 
Um, but I find stuff on CNN. Uh, every now and again, MSNBC, but not usually. Uh, Judicial Watch has stuff. Uh, Dr. Dobson's Family Talk, uh, the James Dobson Family Institute. I mean, there are lots of places that are posting really great information. Ministry Watch is a good one. Um, Campus Watch. I mean, a lot of places that are doing the, the lookout for you. But you want to get more than three reference points. At least three, more than three. Now, sometimes you can find reference points hyperlinked in the articles that you're reading online. But if you want to do analysis, get all the facts, get away from the feelings. Then do the balance part where you're reading how it's being reported because Vice or Vox or Slate is going to report differently than Fox News or Breitbart. Then you get the clarity. And the clarity is you put everything out there, do your little Venn diagram and figure out, okay, which parts of which stories are showing up in everywhere and, and see where the actual truth lies. Or sometimes you'll find media outlets that just put, put out flat lies. They just make stuff up. There's so much that's been written about. Um, I came across an article from 10 or 12 years ago where uh, an, al- an, an analyst uh, for an abortion rights organization basically said that giving an ultrasound, having a woman see the ultrasound images of her child, for example, has no impact on whether or not she decides to abort the baby. I can think of five major studies just off the top of my head from five different countries that all prove that report to not be true. But when I dug deeper in the article, there was no reference point. The only reference point they had for their citation was another article that quoted that statistic as just made up. They didn't have a reference point. So analysis and balance leads to clarity, and then you can look at what's happening. Then that leads to discernment. Okay, how should I, should I be angry with this? Should I be encouraged by this? Then edification, which is far more important than just knowing the knowledge and getting the data. Because now you're getting into wisdom territory. And then finally, that leads to fruitfulness because God calls us to be fruitful and multiply. If, if your life were a tree or a plant or a vine and you didn't bear any fruit, first of all, people wouldn't know what kind of tree you were. And secondly, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Every piece of fruit comes with seeds. So you can start something else. It's a very basic principle that God has. So this whole attack on Israel thing, you got a lot of people on the left saying, bad Israel, bad Israel. And you have a lot of people on the more conservative side who are saying, wait, who started all this? Here are the facts. The facts are that Gaza attacked Israel with a plan that they actually presented to Israel a year before and Israel didn't think they'd go through with it. Gaza attacked Israel on October 7th of 2023. There were thousands of people who were injured or killed in the attack. Gaza invaded Israel. This is not about Israel going into the Gazan Syria, or I should say Hamas, basically, the Palestinians, invaded Israel. It's not the other way around. So when you see people saying, Israelis have killed 20,000 people and only five Israelis have died, we need a ceasefire. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, hang on a second. Would we like to see a ceasefire? We'd love to see peace in Jerusalem. We, we are a biblical mandate to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. But let's not get the cart before the horse. Hamas, which is the Palestinian government, and all the Palestinians who live in Gaza, because there are no more Israelis living there after the 2005 uh, treaty with uh, Prime Minister, then Prime Minister Ariel Sharon, he pulled Israel out of the what we call the Gaza Strip. So Palestinians live there, and they are run by Hamas. They had their first quote-unquote Democrat election back in 2006, and they elected a terrorist group to run this place. So it's not a true democracy, and it is run by terrorists. So yes, my heart breaks for Palestinians of all persuasions, but especially Palestinian Christians. But when basically the Palestinian, Gazan, Hamasian 
backed by Iranian forces, went after Israel, and Israel chose to defend itself, the, le the legacy media then says, well, there they go again. There goes Israel. <laughs> but the reality is that's not true. So you're seeing more anti-Semitism against Jews just in the media. And then you see anti-Semitism with people being assaulted. Uh, case in point, you may have heard of this. Uh, it happened a couple weeks ago. A Jewish couple on their way to synagogue at Beverly Hills were attacked. They've lived in this neighborhood for 50 years. People know who they are. Actually, this week ago Saturday. Um, Rebecca and Raphael Nissel talked about their bloody attack, asked if they had ever imagined that there would be anti-Jewish hate as bad as it is now, and they said simply no. I mean, this might have started maybe a couple of years ago during COVID, but then it kind of deteriorated. Um, but then all of a sudden, they estimate it's gone up at least 300% just in their neighborhood since the war started on October the 7th. Now, the suspect is in police custody. Allegedly, he hit Raphael in the head with a belt buckle and then said to Rebecca, give me your earrings, you Jew, before leaving the scene. Uh, there's a picture, and I should warn you, the picture up at thebottomlineshow.com. Uh, Fox News has a picture of the shirt that Raphael was wearing. He's wearing a white shirt. It's on their way to synagogue. And he, to say he was hit with a belt is putting it mildly. There is a lot of blood on this shirt. It is not pretty. But uh, according to the Anti-Defamation League, anti-Semitism has gone up almost 400% since the Israeli-Hamas war began. There's a California firearm shop called Burbank Ammo and Guns that said that they've seen uh, the number of safety tests and purchases go up 450% in 2023, well, actually in 2022, they had 45 requests for these tests. In October of 2023, the shop processed 203 firearm safety certificate tests. Uh, keep the, uh, those who are being victimized by anti-Semitism in your prayers. Rebecca and Raphael Nissel are recovering, but uh, dealing with a little bit of emotional damage. And it's just, it's horrible to see. Now, I want every person everywhere to be saved, yes? I mean, that's what scripture says. And especially for the people who are in Jerusalem. But when you think back a couple thousand years to that first Christmas night and you think about the peace of Jerusalem and what was happening then and there, um, I'll tell you, it's amazing to see how many people today still miss the promise of Christmas. Uh, Pastor Lance Sparks is going to join me on the other side of this break. We're going to talk about the man of prom promise foretold and fulfilled, of course, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, Lance has written a devotional book, an Advent devotional called The Christ of Christmas. You hear Lance Spark with Living Word every weekday morning at 9.30 a.m. right here on KBRT, a.m. 740 and KNSN, a.m. 1240, our two uh, Southern California affiliates. And uh, for information on how you can worship with Christ Community Church in West Covina, uh, we'll have that link up at thebottomlineshow.com. Pastor Lance Spark's going to join me from his sanctuary. Coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Stephanie Kovar understands that personal injury help is a uniquely Christian concept. Christians sometimes balk at using a personal injury attorney after an accident, but Paul said that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. When you've been injured, it's important that the responsible party makes your temple well again. And the idea of restitution for lost wages and medical care comes from Exodus 21 and 22, where God outlines the concept of consequences and restitution. 
That biblical concept says that a person liable for injuring another must replace what is lost as a matter of justice. Sometimes being made whole means being compensated, and Stephanie Cover will fight for your wholeness because it is the Christian thing to do. And she is refreshingly honest. So if she feels like she's not the right attorney or that there is no case, she'll be up front with you about it. If you've been in an accident, find out at no cost if Stephanie can help you by going to kbrightradio.com slash C-O-V-E-R. Well, special guest joining me today here on The Bottom Line Show from a special location. If you're watching with us along at myhopenow.com, you see Pastor Lance Sparks, and you see Pastor Lance not in the studio. He's not in the studio with me here on The Bottom Line Show, but he's actually in the sanctuary at Christ Community Church. Lance Sparks, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. It's good to see you, brother. Roger, it's great to be with you. Thanks for let me be a part of your show today. Well, especially with the, the Advent season fully in swing, and of course, the brand new book by Lance Sparks, The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled, which we have up at thebottomlineshow.com. Uh, it looks like, obviously, the sanctuary is ready for Christmas, but talk about what's happening in, in terms of what you're sensing in the culture and why this book was so important for you to publish this year. I think that uh, over the years, we've done a series of books over the years, specifically around Christmas and Resurrection Sunday, uh, a trilogy that we did over the last 10 years. Uh, but this book was spawned out of the fact that uh, over the, the time in which we preach on Christmas, and I do Christmas all throughout December. Mm-hmm. So there's five sermons every year uh, around the incarnation of the Messiah. And how do we best explain that to our people? So for 29 years, I've been preaching five sermons on Christmas in the month of December. And uh, it's, a, it's a great challenge for me because I want to be able to present the truth to the people that come, uh, as well as those who listen by way of KBRT, but to help them understand the importance of the arrival of the Messiah. And so over those years, we have talked about how do you know Jesus is the Messiah? How do you know that he is the one who was the promised son of man? And so we decided to put it in a devotional book for our people so that we could all do it together as a church. Love it. Uh, so everyone in the church has a book, and they're going to go through each day with us concerning one of the promises. There's 25 different promises or prophecies and how they were foretold and then how they were fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And so I'll preach on five a week uh, every Sunday. I won't go into mm-hmm. great detail, but peruse them for the church so they understand sure. how to present it to their children and to their family. I love it. I love it. And of course, we mentioned the KBRT connection. Uh, Lance Sparks has been on KBRT longer than the bottom line show has. And I remember when we were first starting out and you guys used to be on in the afternoon, whenever I heard your theme song or the album music, I'm like, "Uh oh, if I'm in the restroom, I better hustle into the studio because I'm up next. But I loved listening to your teaching then. Now, of course, you've been on 930 a.m. on AM 740 for a number of years. And of course, right. the senior pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina, we've got the uh, uh, the link up at thebottomlineshow.com. This Christ of Christmas concept, I love the fact that you're taking Advent and saying, we're preaching the Christ of Christmas all the way through. We're not just trying to isolate certain things, and we're not going to get bogged down with Christmas pageants and stuff like that. We really are going to preach the Christ of Christmas. I would imagine you're finding more people who are coming to your congregation, Lance, and they're saying, hey, there's got to be more to Christmas than just you know, what's happening in the culture, especially when you see Israel and you see Ukraine and, you know, the, the, the things that are happening. And we realize that there are two different tracks here. I mean, there's the Advent, getting ready to celebrate the Lord's birth, but also yeah. anticipating the Lord's return. Talk about that, if you would, for a moment. Yeah, that's, a, that's encompassing the book, because you're talking about the arrival of the Messiah, not just his first coming, but anticipation of his second coming. 
Yeah. We've told the people at our church for all these years that how you celebrate the first advent will dictate how you anticipate the second advent. Amen. And I think so many times we get bogged down, not just with culture, but with what's happening around the world during this time of the year that we don't focus enough in on the coming of Christ and why he came. And so that's why we use the whole month of December to get people involved in spending time with their family in the word of the Lord, focused in on him sometime throughout the day, because there's so many parties, office parties, school parties, get togethers, church gatherings that people get just encumbered with. And so we're trying to get them to stay focused throughout the season. So we gave them 25 devotionals, 25 different prophecies that were fulfilled in Christ to keep them focused on this is why we're here. This is what we're celebrating. And this is what we're anticipating when Christ comes again. Pastor Lance Sparks is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. You hear him weekday mornings at 9.30 here on our flagship affiliate KBRT on the Living Word pro uh, broadcast. And then he's senior pastor at Christ Community Church in West Covina, Covina, where we are watching him today. And this is just kind of fun. I love being in the sanctuary on the off day. You know, I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's Sundays are happening, but I would imagine that, you know, you kind of wander in on a weekday and to see it all lit up and just kind of enjoy it. It's got to bring a, a sense of peace, a sense of, uh, you know, co comfort and quiet to you, Lance, I mean, with everything else that's going on in your world right now. I mean, uh, thanks for showing us, you know, the Christ Community Church sanctuary for our myhopenow.com listeners. But talk about why the, the decorations are important. You know, we're talking about de-emphasizing the cultural Christmas, but when you come to your worship service, and you see the lights and the trees and things like that, uh, there, there's a reason for it. There's more to it than just its cultural decoration. There is. And, and you know, we, we have 50 trees in our auditorium and foyer that we put up every year. Mm. And uh, th th we want people to understand that, that Christmas is not just a one-day event. Uh, you know, Christmas is everything. Because everything pointed to the arrival of the Messiah in the Old Testament. And trying to get people to stay focused is one of the reasons we, we decorate the auditorium as we do, because we want them to realize that, look, this whole month is something that we celebrate. And it should be something we celebrate all year round, because without the incarnation, there's no redemption. Right. And so we realize that the coming of Christ is everything. And uh, helping people stay focused is so incredibly important. I, I wish that people would stay focused more so than they do. I wish we could have church every day of the week in December, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, because there's so much to talk about. It's so much to to share with with people, but our 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 motive is to get them to take like the book, the Christ of Christmas, give it to their friends and family, and people have bought five, six, seven different copies to give them to their children, to their grandchildren, so they could do something with their friends and family at Christmas time as well. So that's one of the reasons we did this is because we're just trying to get the Word of God into people's homes yeah. that they might understand what it is we're celebrating and how they can incorporate their children into something much more than just the giving of gifts and the receiving of gifts. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Lance Sparks is with me today here on The Bottom Line, Bible teacher on the Living Word, broadcast at 9.30 every weekday morning here on K-Bright, and senior pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina, talking about their book, The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise, for, Foretold and Fulfilled. There's a link up at thebottomlineshow.com. We've got a lot of grandparents, Lance, who are listening right now, who are saying, you know, I know that Christmas is going to be kind of a blur. It's going to be a one and done for us. And we want to be more intentional. I mean, there it's, it, there's no secret, if you look at George Barna's research, that yeah. more and more young people, millennials, Generation Z, have less and less of a biblical worldview. I mean, I think he mentioned that in the during the pandemic, it was 6% of all adults 
but you get down to millennials and Generation Z, it's two to three percent actually have a real biblical worldview. It doesn't mean that they're not going to church. They just right. don't see it that way. You've created a, a vehicle here for grandma and grandpa to kind of come in and fill in the gaps without running over mom and dad, you know, in terms of using this book. Talk about why that's important for us to be intentional as the gray hairs continue to mount. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, when you look at the Old Testament and you look at the life of David, he wanted to make sure that he was able to proclaim the, the arrival of the Messiah and the coming of the Messiah to his generation. And I think that so many times as grandparents, we feel like, I, I am a grandparent. I have, I have 19 grandchildren. Oh, my. Okay? So I, I know what it means to be a grand, grandfather and to realize that as we give this book to our children and they can teach it to their children, the importance of that. And I think that as grandparents have the opportunity to give something to their children, something of, of eternal value, not something like a gift you're going to receive and throw away six months from now, but something you can use every year at Christmas time. And it can be something that's repeated in the lives of your children. And you know, even in the book, we have a four and a half pages of ideas that you can do with your children to help them understand, how do I understand these promises? How do I memorize these promises? How yes. do I apply them to my life so that I can use them not just at Christmas time, but all throughout my existence? Yeah. And I'm so glad you put this in book form because I, oftentimes... I'll be driving. I'm one of those radio listeners in the car still, and I'll hear a sermon like yours and say, boy, that's a great idea. It's a great idea. And then it'll sink in and I'll remember some of what you said, but if I don't purpose to make sure I've got something tangible, you know, and in this case, a bound book, I don't do eBooks. I don't <laughs> call me old fashioned. I don't know how it is for you, Lance, but I've just, I don't want Kindle. You know I mean? I, I want a paperback. Right, I want a hardback. And, and, and that's what you've given us is you've given us a resource that we can use in that way to be very intentional. And even if it's just having it, you know, sitting out on the coffee table or on the mantle at, at home or whatever to get nothing better than having a child wander over, pick it, this up, it's got a cool cover and say, Hey, will you read this to me? I mean, that that you begin to see that happening. Pastor Lance Sparks is my guest today here on the bottom line, senior pastor at Christ Community Church in Muscovina. Uh, they're not having service every day of the week during Christmas yet, but don't be surprised <laughs> if maybe next year or the year following they will. Lance, what are your service times for the Christmas season? And then of course it's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Right. They'll be at nine and ten forty-five every Sunday. And then of course on Christmas Eve Sunday, which is Christmas Sunday, we have a Christmas Eve service at five o'clock. All right. And that's going to be uh, one to, to, it's a perfect time. It's a perfect location for those who are in the U.S. Covina area. And I encourage our bottom line show listeners who are in within driving range, if you don't have a church home this year, uh, maybe you're in between churches, you just moved, or maybe there was something happened. I know a lot of churches have been in kind of transitional mode. I uh, highly recommend that you check out what Pastor Lance Sparks is doing with his team, uh, talking about the Christmas Eve worship services and the Advent season that is still ahead. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, more of my conversation with Pastor Lance Sparks of the Living Word radio program here on K-Bright and the pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina. Uh, that link is up at thebottomlineshow.com as well. More of this conversation in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Welcome back to the special edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. Pastor Lance Sparks is my guest today here on the Bottom Line. Lance is a senior pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina. He is also the author of a great Advent devotional called The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled. We've got a link for the book and for Christ Church up at thebottomlineshow.com. If you're in West Covina or you're in that uh, area, uh, L.A. County, and you are looking for a church to worship at on Christmas Eve, um, we encourage you to check out uh, Christ Community Church. 
And we've got that link up at thebottomlineshow.com. We have two copies of this Advent devotional to give away. Now, of course, you're planning for next year, right? Because um, the fourth Sunday of Advent is Sunday, and it's not going to get to you in the mail on time. But it'll be a great resource to have for next year. We've got not one, but two copies to give away today here on The Bottom Line. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to The Bottom Line. Again, we have two copies of the outstanding book by Pastor Lance Sparks of Living Word, uh, which is part of Christ Community Church in uh, West Covina. Living Word broadcast heard every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. here on K-Bright AM 740 for all of Southern California and AM 1240 in San Diego. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Now, I want to remind you that coming up this uh, Sunday, of course, is Christmas Eve, and there will be Christmas morning services and afternoon services as well in the evening at Christ Community Church. The best way to get that information, uh, the address is 1432 West Puente Avenue in West Covina. Uh, You can Google it, Google map it, you can find that out. But ccc-online.org is the best way to go. And if you want to get a sneak peek of the sanctuary, of course, as I mentioned, um, Pastor Lance Sparks is has joining me from that sanctuary, and we do have video, <laughs> uh, of course, at myhopenow.com. So I encourage you to go to myhopenow.com, and you can watch this video uh, conversation that I'm having with Pastor Lance Sparks, and then, uh, of course, get on the horn and give us a call at 800-227-5278 and win one of the two copies of Pastor Lance's outstanding devotional book, The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. On the other side of this break, more of my conversation with Pastor Lance Sparks, Senior Pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina, and also the Bible teacher on Living Word every weekday morning at 9.30 here on K-Bright, AM 740 and AM 1240. More of that conversation in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Here's Dennis Wilson of Wilson Financial Services with a reminder that your investments do more than just make money. They actually change lives. This Christmas, we gave our family the gift of life. So I thought, let's do the same for our Wilson Financial clients. A way of saying thank you for being in partnership with us in the ministry. What we're going to do to honor our clients is we're going to fund 100 ultrasounds per month, each month for the next 12 months through preborn. Also, each quarter, we're going to buy an ultrasound machine. And at the end of the year, those machines will be saving an average of 1,600 children per year. We do this to honor and inform our clients of this great ministry and to say thank you for being our clients and being our friends. Merry Merry Christmas Christmas and and Happy Happy New Year Year from all of us at Wilson Financial. Call 800-696-9970, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial for simply better alternatives. Pastor Lance Sparks is my guest today here on The Bottom Line for Southern California listeners of KBRT, our flagship affiliate for The Bottom Line show, AM740. Lance has been on, how many years have you been on KBright now? I know that you've been on the whole time Bottom Line show's been on, which we're in our 13th year. How long have you guys been on the radio? You know. We, we've been here for 29 years. Wow. And uh, I think it was maybe year two or three we started with K-Bright. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think we started just on the weekends. Or I think mm-hmm. we started just when there was daylight savings time. Okay, yeah. We at a certain time. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, that probably was 25, 26 years ago. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. And the radio, I mean, I love the fact that obviously Christ Community Church is a fantastic church, full service, you know, I mean, in terms of the two services every Sunday, the different programs that you run for kids. We've got a link for their website, of course, up at the thebottomlineshow.com. But the Living Word broadcast kind of expands what you're doing with Christ Community Church and takes it to a whole different level. And we and I were talking during the break about the fact that there are certain members of Congress, the business world, that are saying, hey, everybody should have Spotify or Sirius or something like that. And we don't want to just make AM radio, you know, the the kind of standard equipment on a vehicle and and yeah. how wrong that is. I mean, I'm glad that they thought better of it for this year, but talk about the the impact that being on terrestrial radio has had on your church, but also on the Living Word uh, Bible program. Yeah, I, I think that for, for us as a church, we realize that the majority of all of our visitors come because of way of radio. Really? I mean, you can look up on the internet, you can find our church, that kind of stuff, but people listen. In fact, I talked to two people just this past week who've been here, both been here for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they came because they heard us on the radio. Love it. That's how they first came to Christ Community Church. Mm-hmm. And so when I meet a visitor on Sunday, I love to meet new people. Uh, they'll tell us, you know, we heard John K. Bright, and that's how we found your church. Uh, and so I, I think it's so important for, for that vehicle to be used continuously. People need to hear the word of God. And uh, if you can get the word of God out by way of radio, it's just incredible. And I, and I think that, you know, you know, like me, I got I had a 40 minute drive to church mm-hmm. where I live. I live in Fontana. Mm-hmm. I got a 40 minute drive. That's with no traffic. With traffic, you know, I got an hour and a half drive. Yeah. And uh, so it's people who come uh, to work and commute to work. They're listening to something. And if you mm-hmm. give them something worth listening yes. to, they'll keep tuning in. And I have people in our church now who listen on the radio, who come here every week. They still listen at 930 in the morning. And tell me what I'm preaching on because I don't even know what I'm preaching on half the time on the radio. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But those so, tell me I listened to you this morning or I mm-hmm. listened to you this past week, mm-hmm. and so uh, our own people are listening. But the fact of the matter is, is that you're able to reach many people with the truth of the gospel, and that's what's most important. Yeah, it certainly is. And uh, trust me, if you're watching on myhopenow.com right now, which is kind of a, a secondary platform for us, kind of a new one that we've only done in the past year or so, uh, you get a chance to see Pastor Lance Sparks. He's actually in the sanctuary at Christ Community Church right now. It's all decked out for Christmas, and it's a it's a beautiful sight. So if you do not have a church home, or if you're looking to maybe God's leading you from your current congregation, and you're in the West Covina area, uh, as Lance said, it's only a 40-minute drive from Fontana when the, when you hit the signals right. So, um, well, uh, signals on that. <laughs> And straight shot right up there on a Sunday morning. I uh, highly recommend you the church and uh, on terrestrial radio right now, go to myhopenow.com when you have a chance to do so. Look at how beautiful the sanctuary is and get a chance to a feel for Pastor Lance Sparks, who is a pulpit minister with Christ Community Church in West Covina, but also the Bible and Living Word uh, radio program, uh, 25 plus years here on K-Bright, currently are weekday mornings, 9.30 to 10 a.m right here on AM 740. Uh, the Christ of Christmas is the new book by Lance Sparks, The Man of Promise, Foretold and Fulfilled. We've got a link for that book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And Lance, as we wrap up our conversation here, I'd love for you to uh, kind of encapsulate what we've been talking about with regard to the Advent season. I mean, you'd mentioned that this is when we anticipate the birth of Christ. And for those who are in Christ, it's when we also anticipate his return. But you made a very compelling case earlier for the way this book is put together and why it's important for us to celebrate Christmas all through the December, not just for the 24th and 25th or even the four Sundays of talk about that. Yeah. I think that, you know, for, for us, for me personally, uh, we tried to focus the book 
on one theme, and that was the man of promise. Amen. Who is he? Uh, I've read a lot of Christmas devotionals. I have tons of them in my office and my mm -hmm. home, and I read them all the time, and I enjoy them. But they, they have different portions of scripture, which we talk about different things of the coming of the Messiah, which is all great. We wanted to focus in on who is Jesus Christ? Who is the Messiah of Israel? How do we know that Jesus right. is the fulfillment of that? And so that's what we did. My son, who coaches football in, out in the San Bernardino area, uh, bought six copies to give to mm. all of his coaches. Love it. Because he wants them to understand the importance of the incarnation. Who is Jesus Christ? Yes. And everything about our lives and the gospel centers around the identity of the Messiah and the ministry of the Messiah. Yes. Who is he and what did he do? And the book basically focuses in specifically on that, that he is the, he is the one from the promised seed in Genesis 3.15 all the way to the book of Malachi, the son of righteousness. Amen. And how do we know that Jesus is the fulfillment of that? And that's the purpose of the book. And we want people to understand that this season is something that you celebrate, not just for 25 days or one day, but throughout your entire life, because the birth it. of Christ affects everything that we do. Amen. Amen. I, I can't echo these amens enough for what Pastor Lance Sparks is saying, what he's teaching from the pulpit, and now what he's written about in this brand new book, The Christ of Christmas. And when you look at the link at thebottomlineshow.com, Lance is for us to go through the church's site to, to purchase or just to Amazon, or where, where do you recommend we, uh, we make the purchases for the book? Uh, you can go through the church. You can go to Amazon if you want to. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's available there as well. Uh, it, uh, what's the other place? Barnes & Noble. You can get mm -hmm. it there. Uh, sure. But, you know, the church is probably the easiest way. Sure. Yeah, do that. Well, we'll put the church link up at thebottomlineshow.com so our listeners can get multiple copies. Because, again, I'm thinking, okay, if you're a parent and you've got adult children and you want them to pass this knowledge on to their children, this is a great thing to uh, to give to them. And don't wait till the 25th to give it to them. <laughs> give, yeah. give it Absolutely. to them now. Yeah, right. <laughs> at that point, you'll be planning ahead for next year. And Lord only knows what's going to happen in 2024. We don't want to take right. any, we don't want to take anything for granted. Lance, what do you, when you see the world around us, you see what's happening in Israel right now. And we understand that there are people who are trying to, you know, lower bloodshed and try to minimize body counts and things of that nature. But we in the body of Christ see that with a, a different set of eyes. What encourages you the most about what's happening, even in spite of the tension and the bloodshed that's going on right now? You know, I shared this with my church a number of weeks ago when everything first happened in October with, in Israel, helping them understand that that nothing has taken God by surprise. Right. It's all foreordained. It's all been predetermined. And God has a marvelous plan. Everything is setting the stage for, for the second coming of the Messiah. And uh, as you look at the Middle East, because everything about prophecy centers around the Middle East, the land of yeah. Israel, all yeah. that's going to happen there. And trying to help people understand that Israel just has... 10% of what God promised them uh, in the Old Testament. I think there's 38 different references in the Old Testament about the, uh, the land of Israel and what it encompasses. And uh, it's very important for us to understand that because God, it's his land and God gave that land to his people. And one day he's going to come back and rule and reign in Jerusalem on the throne of David in that land. And so we anticipate the coming Psalm 122 verse number six, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you who love Amen. the Lord. Amen. And uh, if you love the Lord, you're going to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. And uh, God's got a special plan for his people, Israel. And I think that we need to be aware of that and be praying for them. I love that. That's a beautiful sentiment. And especially if, uh, as we see some of the folks on the progressive side, so-called, in the body of Christ, 
who are are frustrated with the you know the violence, the bloodshed that's there. Uh, that's not our call is to be angry with that, but rather to be prayerful and mindful of what God is doing there. And uh, and praying for the peace of Jerusalem is uh, standard operating equipment for those of us who are in the body of Christ. Pastor well, Lance Spark, the Bible teacher on Living Word, which is heard every weekday morning, 9.30 a.m. on Bright AM 740, our flagship affiliate here in Southern California. Also pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina. We've got a link there at thebottomlineshow.com for the church, and also specifically how you can get his most recent book, The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled. Lance, great to see you we have to do this again not in 10 years but maybe you know maybe next year christmas time for sure but god's richest blessings to you your family the church the ministry from all of us here at the bottom line good to see you again i appreciate it have a great day merry christmas to you my thanks again to pastor lance sparks for joining me today here on the bottom line lance the senior pastor at christ community church in west covina if you are looking for a church home you do well you can't do better than lance sparks in christ community church and of course with christmas eve coming up this sunday Perfect time to visit. Worship times 9 and 1045 in the morning. Check their website for their uh, afternoon Christmas Eve and evening services as well. ccc-online.org is the website. We have it linked at thebottomlineshow.com. And we are giving away not one, but two copies of his Advent devotional book. It's called The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Before the break, I was talking about the fact that there are a lot of people who like to celebrate the cultural Christmas, but when it comes time to celebrating the birth of Christ, they think, well, it happened over 2,000 years ago and no one cares. Recently, I was challenged by a friend who kind of put it to me this way. He said, you know, what you're doing right now is important and hopefully grave importance in kingdom work. Um, But what about what's going to happen down the road? What about 50 years, 75? How about 100 years from now? Ask yourself the question, as you are carrying out your day, doing the tasks that you need to perform, what do you think? And what you think is, you know, the answer to the question, what are you doing today that's going to be here 100 years from now? You could build a business. You could build a home. You could start a relationship. Think about the relationships that you have right now that are the product of somebody else 100 years ago pouring into that relationship so that this relationship that you have now with your parents, or your kids or whatever could actually be here. It's, it's that great uh, circle of life thing, right? Well, I came across a story. It was on uh, Fox News Digital about a guy who was a World War II veteran. Now, remember, World War II ended in 1945. So... Uh, He is a guy by the name of Sam Avalencio. He currently lives in Danville here on the Northern California coast. And he was a World War II veteran who during his time in the service actually ran the Nuremberg Opera House. He had Mickey Rooney and Bob Hope performing there. It's a guy who just turned 103 years of age. There's a picture of him at thebottomlineshow.com and he looks fantastic. I've seen guys 20 years younger than him who didn't look that good. He said uh, the woman that he is currently married to, and she is alive as well, his wife Agnes. He says, the greatest thing in my life that I was able to be married to her for 72 years. Um, And she was by his side when he received the key to the city of Tanville on his 103rd birthday. 
The mayor came in with another guy. They celebrated the 103rd birthday, and they celebrated it on Veterans Day, which is close to when his birthday actually is. He was born in the Santa Maria uh, Calabria region of southern Italy in 1920, and then immigrated to the U.S., went through Ellis Island when he was three months old. His mother came into New York, took a train to Oakland, California. They joined his father and some other family members who were already there. So basically has lived almost every step of the way. A hundred years in the Bay Area. Was the class president of his high school, was the Yale leader. Remember Yale leaders back in the day? They actually have a picture of him working as a physical training instructor in the Air Force during World War II. Um, he then went to Fort Dix, went overseas, went to France. It's a great story about him being you know, just who he is. His wife looks fantastic, too. I don't know how it is that they uh, have been able to last this long, but I think I have an idea. He was talking in the article about how he met his wife. And uh, he said, you know, it's amazing how uh, when his wife Agnes uh was he met her back in the, when he was Glendale before he got shipped overseas to Fort Dix. He said, I met her and her, this beautiful family at a party. And then I went to mass and they asked me to come over after mass. And so I did. And from them on, there was a relationship with the family. And that's where I met my wife. The courtship happened through the mail. It was his wife who wrote letters to him and kept the relationship alive when he was overseas. He saved her love letters and has kept them to this day remarkable they are the parents of four children they are the grandparents of six grandchildren they are the great-grandparents of two great-grandchildren and even though he was a traveling man after he got out of the service he uh, he had he had a great relationship with his kids he said as a matter of fact when i am asked to give advice to younger generations i ask them to focus on two different things and it's so interesting. He says, one of the things that you have to do is respect your parents and listen to your parents. Don't let outside influences get to you. Life is very difficult today, but it's even tougher when you listen to the wrong influences. That's good advice. He also does what a lot of other people do. You talk to these folks who get to be 100 years old and you ask them what they eat. He said, well, I'm Italian. So the first thing that comes to mind is pasta or pasta as they say some places i guess the english say it that way he said i enjoyed my mother's food for so long as a kid i grew up with homemade pasta and the italian custom is drink a little wine with water because it's good for the blood so maybe that's an excuse but that's okay so good food good wine a wonderful wife respect your parents but there's one other component to sam avalencio's life that i want to stress I can't stress it enough. We'll talk about it on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. My thanks again to Pastor Lance Sparks for joining me today here on The Bottom Line. Lance, the senior pastor at Christ Community Church in West Covina. If you are looking for a church home, you do, well, you can't do better than Lance Sparks and Christ Community Church. And of course, with Christmas Eve coming up this Sunday, perfect time to visit. Worship times 9 and 1045 in the morning. Check their website for their uh, afternoon Christmas Eve and evening services as well. ccc-online.org is the website. We have it linked at thebottomlineshow.com. And we are giving away not one, but two copies of his Advent devotional book. It's called The Christ of Christmas, The Man of Promise Foretold and Fulfilled. 
is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Before the break, I was talking about the fact that there are a lot of people who like to celebrate the cultural Christmas, but when it comes time to celebrating the birth of Christ, they think, well, it happened over 2,000 years ago and no one cares. Recently, I was challenged by a friend who kind of put it to me this way. He said, you know, what you're doing right now is important and hopefully grave importance in kingdom work. Um, But what about what's going to happen down the road? What about 50 years, 75? How about 100 years from now? Ask yourself the question, as you are carrying out your day, doing the tasks that you need to perform, what do you think? And what you think is, you know, the answer to the question, are you, what are you doing today that's going to be here 100 years from now? You could build a business. You could build a home. You could start a relationship. Think about the relationships that you have right now that are the product of somebody else 100 years ago pouring into that relationship so that this relationship that you have now with your parents or your kids or whatever could actually be here. It's, it's that great circle of life thing, right? Well, I came across a story. It was on Fox News Digital about a guy who was a World War II veteran. Now, remember, World War II ended in 1945. So uh, he is a guy by the name of Sam Avalencio. He currently lives in Danville here on the Northern California coast. And he was a World War II veteran who during his time in the service actually ran the Nuremberg Opera House. He had Mickey Rooney and Bob Hope performing there. It's a guy who just turned 103 years of age. There's a picture of him at thebottomlineshow.com, and he looks fantastic. I've seen guys 20 years younger than him who didn't look that good. He said uh, the woman that he is currently married to, and she is alive as well, his wife Agnes. He says, the greatest thing in my life that I was able to be married to her for 72 years. Um, And she was by his side when he received the key to the city of Tanville, on his 103rd birthday. The mayor came in with another guy. They celebrated the 103rd birthday and they celebrated it on Veterans Day, which is close to when his birthday actually is. He was born in the Santa Maria uh, Cal- Calabria region of Southern Italy in 1920 and then immigrated to the US, went through Ellis Island when he was three months old. His mother came into New York, took a train to Oakland, California. They joined his father and some other family members who were already there. So basically, has lived almost every step of the way, a hundred years in the Bay Area. Was the class president of his high school, was the Yell leader, remember Yell leaders back in the day? They actually have a picture of him working as a physical training instructor in the Air Force during World War II. Um, he then went to Fort Dix, went overseas, went to France. It's a great story about him being you know, just who he is. His wife looks fantastic too. I don't know how it is that they uh, have been able to last this long, but I think I have an idea. He was talking in the article about how he met his wife. And uh, he said, you know, it's amazing how uh, when his wife Agnes, uh, was, he met her back in the, when he was Glendale before he got shipped overseas to Fort Dix. He said, I met her and her, this beautiful family at a party. 
And then I went to Mass, and they asked me to come over after Mass, and so I did. And from then on, there was a relationship with the family, and that's where I met my wife. The courtship happened through the mail. It was his wife who wrote letters to him and kept the relationship alive when he was overseas. He saved her love letters and has kept them to this day. Remarkable. They are the parents of four children. They are the grandparents of six grandchildren. They are the great-grandparents of two great-grandchildren. And even though he was a traveling man after he got out of the service, he, uh, he, had, he had a great relationship with his kids. He said, as a matter of fact, when I am asked to give advice to younger generations, I ask them to focus on two different things. And it's so interesting. He says, one of the things that you have to do is respect your parents and listen to your parents. Don't let outside influences get to you. Life is very difficult today, but it's even tougher when you listen to the wrong influences. That's good advice. He also does what a lot of other people do. You talk to these folks who get to be 100 years old, and you ask them what they eat. He said, well, I'm Italian, so the first thing that comes to mind is pasta or pasta, as they say some places. I guess the English say it that way. He said, I enjoyed my mother's food for so long. As a kid, I grew up with homemade pasta, and the Italian custom is drink a little wine with water because it's good for the blood. So maybe that's an excuse, but that's okay. So good food, good wine, a wonderful wife, respect your parents, but there's one other component to Sam Avalincio's life that I want to stress. I can't stress it enough. We'll talk about it on the other side of this break as the bottom line continues. Hey, we're coming up on the end of the year. There's just a few days left for you to get in on this special matching gift that Preborn has available for listeners of the bottom line. And I'm so excited to thank some of our bottom line show listeners who have given locally here in the Southern California area and also people all throughout the network who have made donations as well. Thank you, Barry, for your $150 donation. Barry's in Whittier, my hometown, Tamara's hometown too. Thank you for that $150 donation. Because of your generosity, that $150 now with the matching gift is worth $300. And we appreciate you bringing us up there at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229-BABY. Or by going online, you can make your best year-end tax-deductible donation to Preborn when you go to kbrightradio.com, look for the Preborn banner and follow the prompts if it's easy year go to rogermarsh.com and we've got the banner there as well remember there's a special double matching gift in place now through december 31st your 150 dollars donation like barry made becomes a 300 dollars donation and i can't tell you how important those donations are every dollar goes to helping to provide ultrasound technology for women who are deciding what they are going to do with their pregnancies go online to kbrightradio.com today and click the preborn banner right now Welcome back to this special edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. You've got a couple moments left to get in on the drawing for the two Advent devotional books we have by, written by Pastor Lance Sparks, the senior pastor of Christ Community Church in West Covina, and the Bible teacher on Living Word, which comes your way every weekday morning at 9.30, right here on Cape Wright, AM 740 in Southern California, and AM 1240 in San Diego. Not one, but two copies of this book available for you right now, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. We've been talking about this amazing story, the testimony of a California World War II veteran who actually at one point ran the Nuremberg Opera House. His name is Sam Avalencio, 
lifelong resident of Danville, over 100 years a resident of Northern California. And uh, on his 103rd birthday this year, he was awarded with the keys to the city. And uh, he's just, he says, you know, people always ask you, what are the keys to long life? And he says, I'll tell you, it's good food. I grew up eating homemade pasta. My mom made it. was wonderful. They also recommended some wine with a little water along with your pasta. So that's supposed to be good for your blood. I have a wonderful wife, his wife, Agnes. They've been married for 72 years. And I love the fact that even though they mentioned the fact that Sam is 103, and that Sam and Agnes have been married for 72 years. They never tell you how old Agnes is. And I love that. They still have such respect for that. The Avalencios have four children, six grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. And uh, one of his sons, John Avalencio, said one of the keys to his father was his dad always made time for others and his family. He just loves life, and he loves living. He said, you know, he, he enjoys every day. Right now, he's in three fantasy football pools. He's on the computer all the time. He makes his own greeting cards. But here's his advice for the younger generation. Of course, there's the food issue. But he says, I want to, I want to encourage young people to focus on their family and to pick up on and focus on their faith. He said, I recommend all children learn about God, believe in the hereafter, go to church, pray every night. He said, it's important to respect your parents, to listen to your parents and your elders. Don't let outside influences get to you, and that's very difficult today. But most importantly, he says, God is the most important person in my life, and I pray every single day. Isn't it interesting how a steady diet of prayer, an acknowledgement, a relationship with God, and more than just a cursory knowledge. When he was younger, childlike faith, will you go to Mass? You read about God, you study the Bible, you talk to other people who do the same, and you have a blessed life. That's what we call in the Old Testament Torah obedience. You obey God and he blesses you. You disobey God, he curses you. But the thing about it is now that we have the new covenant in the blood of Jesus Christ, now this is Christmas takes on a much deeper meaning because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. God didn't send his son into the world to contend the world, but to, that the world might be saved through him. So you see that transition from Torah obedience where if you obey God, he blesses you. If you disobey, he curses. Now you've moved into this whole new realm where basically the, the, the tide is turned and Jesus is saying, look, the cup of the new covenant is in my blood. Instead of drinking from a cup of wrath, the wine that you drink in that blood is literally, in that, in that chalice is literally my blood. I am the church. This is your home. Basically, Jesus is heaven. And the idea that if you honor your father and mother, you obey the commands, it will go well for you in this life. So thank you, Sam, and congratulations to Sam and Agnes on Sam's 103 years worth of wisdom and sage advice for us on the Bottom Line Show today. For our KCBC audience, speaking of Danville, uh, enjoy the rest of your day and Rabbi Schneider discovering the Jewish Jesus coming up next. For those who remain on the network, a special pre-Christmas edition of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast. And I have to admit, this is gonna be a special conversation because John is not with us today. It's just Neil and Bob and me. So what kind of merriment do we get into? Well, you're going to find out. <laughs> you will. By the way, if you want to never miss an episode of the National Crawford Roundtable podcast, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast, and sign up for that free subscription today. NCR coming up next as the bottom line continues.